Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Healthy Gut Podcast with Rebecca Coombs, the place where you can learn how to achieve a happy, healthy gut. Here's what's coming up on today's show. Welcome to episode 91 of the Healthy Gut Podcast. And today you've just got me, your host, Rebecca Coombs, because I am so excited to tell you all about my Living Well with SIBO, the five-week challenge. Now, this program I developed really out of a request from you guys. So I have so many people contacting me every day, telling me about their own challenges with SIBO, how they wish that there was a place that they could go and learn more information. They want to learn more from me about my own SIBO experience. And so I've put together this five-week program to really help people get underway with their SIBO journey. And so today I wanted to tell you a little bit about the program. It did start yesterday, but there is still an opportunity for you to join in. So if you would like to sign up for the Living Well with SIBO journey, the five-week challenge at a really discounted rate because the program's already started, you actually save 60% off the normal price. It's normally 99 Australian dollars, but you could get it for $39. Just head to thehealthygut.com and you will see information there on how to sign up. Alternatively, head to the show notes and there's a link in there. So what's going to happen over the next five weeks with this program? And even if you don't sign up, for the five-week challenge, I really think today's episode will be helpful for you in understanding how I approach SIBO and the SIBO challenge with all of my coaching clients as well as my own approach to health. So what I'll be covering over the five weeks are my five key pillars to health. So the first key pillar is awareness. The second key pillar is around testing and treatment. The third key pillar is nutrition. The fourth key pillar is mindset. And then the fifth key pillar is movement. So let's dive into awareness and what I mean by awareness. One of the things I learned very early on in my own journey with SIBO was that if I wasn't aware of my body, of the condition, of treatment options, of causes and risk factors, then it was going to be really difficult for me to truly get a good grasp of why my small intestine had failed and what I could do about it. 
So in week one, and we're in week one right now. So this is why it's still a, you've still got the opportunity to come and join the five week challenge, um, and I'd love you to. So hopefully you will. Uh, we dive in this week into everything that awareness, the first key pillar of health, covers. So how do you find awareness with your own body? One of the first things that I do with my coaching clients is I get them using my food and mood diary. What I regularly see with my clients is that they have lost connection with their body. They've stopped feeling the signals their body is sending them. We often mask the symptoms that our body gives us through pharmaceutical medications, be it either over-the-counter or prescription medications, because we live in a world today where we're told, you don't need to feel pain, I've got a tablet for that, or you don't need to feel discomfort, there's a tablet for that. But actually what we've forgotten is that every single time our body gives us a signal, it's sending us a really important message And we are so used to tuning that out. So my coaching clients and I work together around tuning back in. What are the signals their body is telling them? How can they become aware of the unique messages their very special body is giving them? And we look at the foods they're eating, the things that they're drinking, the supplements they're taking, the medicines they're taking, how they're feeling how they're moving their body, how they're using their bowels to get a really good picture of that awareness piece. Another really key factor in awareness is our mindset. So how are we thinking? What are we telling ourselves about ourselves and about our SIBO experience? Are we having a message or a conversation that goes along the lines of this is never going to work? it's going to fail, I'm a failure, I'm in so much pain, it never ever works the way I want it to, I don't believe the doctors, I don't believe my doctor, everyone's against me, I hate the world. I hear this regularly and, you know, I was guilty of doing it myself. Alternatively, if we start changing the way we are talking to ourselves and start changing that internal dialogue to be more along the lines of, this is a really great opportunity for me to learn from my body. I might not know everything right now, but I am really excited to treat my body as a science experiment of one and to learn more about what my body needs. I'm really excited to take this path of exploration and discovery. And you know, it's okay for me to fall down because I'm going to pick myself up and start again. And with every little slip or hiccup or failure, there's a great opportunity for me to learn. I'm not going to get fearful of experiencing symptoms anymore because instead I'm going to thank my body for giving me signals that I'm now listening to. Can you see how that makes a really big difference with how you start talking to yourself? And let me tell you, as you become more aware of what's going on in your body, it's amazing how much better your body responds to what you do with it when you approach it from a better, more positive mindset. And I speak from personal experience in that regard. So that's week one awareness. That's the first key pillar to health. 
And it was a really important pillar for me as I developed my five key pillars to health, as I went through my own experience with SIBO and also now that I've worked with so many people from around the world as I coach them with their own SIBO. So the second key pillar to health is around testing and treating SIBO. And this is where we've got my own naturopath, Natalie Crutterden, coming on next week to join us for a Facebook Live. So all of this content in the five-week program is exclusive to people that sign up for the course. You won't get it anywhere else. It won't be available anywhere else on the internet. It's exclusive members-only content. So Natalie will be joining us to talk about how to test for SIBO and to talk through the different ways that we can test what is considered a gold standard way of testing and also what some other forms of testing might be if you don't have access to, say, a gold standard test. And we're also going to be talking through the different types of SIBO treatments that are currently available and how these treatments differ depending on what type of SIBO you have. Natalie has been working with people with digestive issues and SIBO now for many years. So she brings to the table a heap of clinical expertise and experience. Uh, She's helped me get my body back on track. She's worked with so many of my own coaching clients to help them with their treatment. And so she brings a really well-rounded knowledge of working with so many different people around their own experience with, with SIBO and SIBO treatment. So it's going to be a really great Facebook Live video. And the people that are part of the program will also have the opportunity to ask questions live, which is always really fun. I really love being able to ask questions at the moment uh, when the video is happening um, because then they can get answered as well. The third key pillar to health in the five-week program of my SIBO challenge is all around nutrition. Now, the reason why I put this as my third key pillar and not my first key pillar and many people treat nutrition as the first thing they need to focus on, is that nutrition is very important for health, but it's not the only thing we should be focusing on when it comes to SIBO. At this point in time, it is recognised that diet alone will not treat SIBO. What it will do, though, is help you feel better and it will help control your symptoms. And then as you overcome SIBO and as your gut starts to repair and heal, broadening out your nutritional intake is actually really, really important. One of the things I see commonly with many of my coaching clients is that they've got really restricted with what they can eat. Quite often, they have restricted the food themselves. And this is the way it normally goes. They start to feel a bit funny with food and they think, oh, you know, onion and garlic doesn't make me feel so good, so I'm going to cut that out. And then they go, well, you know, gluten and dairy I think is problematic and I've read that it's not good for you, so I'm going to cut that out. And then they go, well, I read this blog that said nightshades weren't very good and high FODMAPs weren't very good, so I'll cut them out too. And what happens is they end up down to like five to ten foods so they've got chicken maybe some zucchini 
or um, courgette, as it's known in the UK, a couple of different vegetables, maybe some plain white rice, and that is it. And there is nothing worse than getting to a nutritional point where you are eating five to ten foods. Yet I see it time and time again. So in the third key pillar to health, we talk about why your nutrition is really important, why I don't believe in pulling food out unless absolutely necessary, and why you shouldn't follow a SIBO diet for more than six months why it's really important to start thinking about diversity in your diet. I've got a really handy plant-based food tracker that I share with my participants of the five-week challenge where I get you to start thinking about what are the different colours of food on your plate, going from white all the way through to black and all the colours in between in the rainbow. And I get you counting. How many different plant-based foods do you literally eat every week? That's a good question, hey? I've got loads more just like this coming up after this break. We'll be back in a moment. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. How many different plant-based foods do you literally eat every week? And think about that now. What do you think you would eat? Is it 10 different plant-based foods? Is it 15? Is it 20? I've got a great interview with Dr. Jason Horolak, which I'll link in the show notes. And we talk about how he asks his patients to get to a minimum of 40 different plant-based foods every week. Now, notice there I say minimum. He would ideally like people to be like 50, 60, 70 different plant-based foods in the week. Now, that can seem overwhelming when you've just started trying to expand your diet if you're on quite a restricted diet at the moment. But the good news is that you can actually start to broaden your diet. You don't have to do it all at once. And you can start with really small quantities in order for it to actually have a really positive effect. So in the five-week program, we'll be going through how do you start from quite a restricted base and how do you broaden it beyond there. We talk also about what are the different types of SIBO diets that might be suitable for you and how you would pick one over the other. And that's often really challenging to figure out you know, do I do the SIBO biphasic diet? Do I do the SIBO specific food guide? Do I do the low fermentation diet by Dr. Mark Pimentel? Do I just do low FODMAP? Do I just go gluten-free or dairy-free? Like what's the best thing for me to do? And because we're all unique individuals, we all have a unique microbiome, there's actually no one size fits all diet. 
<laughs> Wouldn't it be so wonderful if it was? It would make my life a lot easier, I can tell you, if we all just had to eat exactly the same food. <laughs> but my microbiome is so different to your microbiome. And so what I need is going to be different to what you need. And so week three and the third key pillar to health, nutrition, in the program is all about food. And a couple of other things that we talk about in this week are also around the seasonality of food and why I think it's so important for us to eat in season and to eat produce when it's at its best. The fourth key pillar to health and also week four of the five-week SIBO challenge is mindset. Now, I did touch a little bit on mindset in the first week, awareness, but we really delve into mindset in a big way. One of the things that I have seen through all of the clients that I have coached from all around the world, and I have worked with so many different women and a couple of guys, but a common picture for us SIBOers is stress. I'm actually yet to see a SIBO client who doesn't have stress as part of their picture. You know, it's really interesting when I first started dealing with my own experience with SIBO, I really discounted the impact stress has on the body. I didn't think it was part of the underlying cause and risk factor picture of SIBO. Uh, I just felt that, you know, it just wasn't as imperative to deal with as I now realize it to be. Stress is massive. It is a massive issue with the people that I work with. And it can often be quite difficult to even identify stress, particularly if you've been dealing with stress for such a long period of time that it doesn't even feel like stress to you anymore. It's just life. So I work with my clients around, firstly, the identification of stresses in their lives, looking at what can you do about it? What can't you change? So there are areas in our lives that we can immediately make a difference and calm some of that stress down. But there might be areas where it might take us a little bit longer. So let's think about work. This is a really common stress. We might be in a workplace that is just not ideal, but right now is not a great opportunity for us to change that. I mean, given what's going on in the world with COVID-19, you know, there's a lot of nervousness around employment and maintaining employment. So many people are like, I'm not changing jobs right now. I just need job security because without my job, that's even greater stress. So we say, okay, well, let's look at what we can do to change the stresses or modify the stresses or modify your response to that stress. Alternatively, there might be a stress that we can fix straight away. And so we go through, you know, what's immediately can be fixed, what needs a little bit of time to be fixed, what can't be fixed, and how do you deal with that? Like I talked about before, we also do a lot of work around internal dialogue and I regularly see some amazing changes with my clients once they start to make this shift. So rather than, you know, really beating themselves up about how they're not well, how they're stupid, they're an idiot, they're a failure into, you know, really positive language and a much more brighter outlook on themselves and their health. It's incredible how much of a change this makes for people. 
Along with mindset, we also look at how you're moving your body and there's a big connection with mind and body. And that's why uh, movement is my fifth key pillar to health. So I share why you should move your body, but also why you should choose appropriate exercise when you have SIBO. Exercise can actually be quite taxing to the body and quite stressful to the body. So it's really important that we look at moving our body in the appropriate way. I've talked on previous podcasts about how when I first found out I had SIBO, I was training for triathlons and I was doing like some pretty intensive training, really working my body hard. I was training like five to seven days a week. And I just never gave my body an opportunity to heal. And so along with the fifth key pillar to health being movement, we talk about why break and opportunity to rest is just as important as moving your body. Another often underrated activity, but so vital for health is sleep. And we talk about sleep in my fifth key pillar uh, and why sleep and your lifestyle as well as movement is really important for your recovery to health. So today's episode, guys, is just a is more of a, a short episode than usual and not an interview style like I normally do. But I really wanted to give you the opportunity to join my Living Well with SIBO, the five-week challenge program, which kicked off yesterday. There's still time to join. We cover the five key pillars to health, which once again are awareness, testing and treatment for SIBO, nutrition mindset and movement and lifestyle. Because the program has already started, you can get 60% off the usual price of $99, which makes it only 39 Australian dollars. And that price is only available until the end of this week. And then the group will close off. So if you would like to join and come in just a couple of days late, I'd love to see you there. Just click the link in the show notes or head to thehealthygut.com and you will be able to sign up immediately and you'll be granted access immediately. Now, when you sign up to the challenge, you'll be added to my exclusive members-only Facebook group, which is where all of this amazing content is going to be shared. There's also going to be two Facebook Lives with me and special guests every week. So you get to come on, um, ask questions live, interact with others, and really learn and share from my SIBO community. Plus, there's some extra content. So when you sign up, you'll also get access to my SIBO ebook bundle. So get some of my absolutely fantastic SIBO cookbooks delivered straight to your inbox. You'll also get my seven-day SIBO meal plan, which has all the recipes laid out and planned for a full week for you. So all you need to do is grab the food and start cooking. It couldn't be easier. You get to enjoy the Facebook Live Q&A with our naturopath, Natalie Crutterden, where we'll be diving into SIBO testing and treatment options. 
Plus, you get my food and mood diary so you can start tracking your symptoms, tracking what you're eating and drinking so you can really start tuning in with what your body is telling you. And you get instant access to other coaching program materials that I regularly share with my one-on-one coaching clients and other handouts and useful tools and tips and tricks along the five weeks. So guys, I'd love to see you there. If you do have any questions before signing up, drop me an email at rebecca at thehealthygut.com and I'd be more than happy to answer those questions for you. But do be quick because we're closing off access to the group at the end of this week. So up until the 16th of August, Australian time, or that's the 15th of August if you're in the US, you can join my challenge for 60% off. That's only 39 Aussie dollars, which is normally 99 Australian dollars. I look forward to seeing you in the program and uh, look forward to bringing you future episodes of the Healthy Gut Podcast. You've been listening to the Healthy Gut Podcast with your host, Rebecca Coombs. To learn more about the Healthy Gut or our podcast, head to thehealthygut.co forward slash podcast. We would like to thank Red Lemon Productions for the production and original music score of this podcast. To find out more about their services, head to redlemonproductions.com. The Healthy Gut Podcast is a production of The Healthy Gut. Thanks for listening. Thank you.